We're back. Back in the Detroit groove. We're back. Back in the D. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is with me and singing. I don't know what it is. Um, specifically, what is it with me and singing every time I start one of these podcasts? I don't, we, there's nothing to do with music here. I don't sound good. In my head, I've said this before to my coworkers. We were listening to Disney music, tut Disney music the other day. And of course, naturally, like every song we play gets stuck in my head. So I'm walking around. Do you want to build a snowman? Finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I do like to sing. It's enjoyable. I kind of, you know, I get a little fulfilled. It's not my passion necessarily, but I like to sing, right? You're in the shower doing some dishes. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the case is, I don't understand what it is about me and singing at the top of every podcast. We don't talk about music. This isn't a singing podcast. This is, we talk about Detroit sports. Um, I just can't help it, I suppose. I don't know what it is. I I just can't help but share my talent with the world, right? Like if you're an artist, if you have such talent, your vocal cords can create such a beautiful noise that can pull people out of despair you're almost a criminal, right? You're almost a terrible person if you don't share it. So that's how I view it in my head because it does sound pretty good in my head. I know it doesn't sound good. Like in real life, I know what, like outside of these two earball earballs, it doesn't actually sound good. I've heard recordings. Like I'm going to edit this podcast and I'm going to have to find the point where the podcast starts and clip it. And I'm going to hear myself start to sing. And I'm going to be sitting on the couch, literally right there thinking to myself, why do I do this? I'm like, not good. I'm not a good singer. I, I, it's passion, right? Sing like nobody's listening. Dance like nobody's watching. If you have a passion, fuck what everybody else thinks. You shouldn't care about what they think. Go after that thing. Get better. It's you versus you. So there we go. We're back, back in the Detroit groove. And you notice how I changed the lyric, right? You saw that little cleverness there. The actual lyric is we're back. Back in the New York groove, that's the actual lyric. Detroit groove, though, is what we did this time. little something, little knowledge for you for any musicians back home. Any music files, audio files, sonophiles. Not sure what the word is for people that love music, but we're back. It's the Detroiter. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We are presented by The Second String, thesecondstring.com, right? We got the new Have Fun shirts. They're actually not on sale anymore, so if you missed out, that's on you. You messed up, pal. You messed up, pal. We're going to do something new starting in August, though. little shirt of the month club type deal that has to do. So I'll turn around real fast. You can see that. It says ha- uh, have fun. We're going to do a shirt of the month type situation, except it's going to be the have fun club. So you get one of these shirts every month, and then you enter a lottery to win like 100 bucks in store credit each month. If you buy the have fun club shirt every month, it'll be on sale for a weekend. You enter the lottery, you get a hundred bucks in store credit. It's going to be a great time. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea for you guys because I plan on making all of the Have Fun Club shirts themselves fucking sweet. Like I plan on making them awesome to begin with. So like even if you just get that shirt, it's like, hey, you got a cool shirt, dude. There's nothing to complain about. And then, hey, you might win a hundred dollars. You can buy a state thing. You can buy a Michigan thing. You can buy Pistons, whatever you want to do. We got some heat coming out, working on it. Not as we speak, but as soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to go take a little stroll outside, catch the sunset, and I'm going to get back. We're going to work on a little teal pistons design, which is going to be one of the subjects we talk about today. Um, so check that out. Last week, I talked about the Motown shirt. <laughs> Fucking gas, dude. Fucking fire, man. That shirt's nuts. We got all kinds of good stuff, so go check it out. Today, 
on the agenda. Not a huge week. Not a ton of stuff coming in the Detroit sports pipeline. The Lions start training camp today, which is massive, dude. It's We're like a month away from football. We're a month and change away from football. Michigan State, their first game is what, September 3rd? Something like that, September 2nd maybe? We're about a month away. I think the Lions at September 9th, September 10th, something like that. Um, we're about a month away from football, which is fucking crazy, dude. What's, what is the actual deal with time? For real. Like why this time just, how is it August, bro? I just, a month ago is when I was going back to Michigan for 17 days. And now it's like, oh, football's pretty much here. Crazy. I can't comprehend it. It makes me sad. I'm going to be 60 years old in like a week. I don't know. It just freaks me out kind of like, yeah, it's so fast. I blink and it's going to be fucking December, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to buy a plane ticket home for Christmas. It's weird. Um, but football's around the corner. Red Wings have kind of gone quiet ever since the free agency splash, which is to be expected, right? They had their little moment in the sun this offseason. Now it's a waiting game for them. It's a waiting game to see who makes the uh, the team out of camp. And it's a waiting game until about mid-October when the season starts. A little earlier, right? Like October, end of September, October, we'll start talking Red Wings, right? We'll talk a little bit. Oh, what do we want to see? What are the expectations? Let's talk about the Red Wings. Who are we looking at? This, that, the other. So we got about another month, month and a half until we start diving into Red Wings stuff, maybe two months. So it really is Tigers. <laughs> I fucking hate those guys. Yep. The Detroit Tigers hate them. Can't stand them, dude. Hate the Detroit Tigers. We got the Detroit Tigers. And we got the Pistons bringing in a new jersey. That's the talk of the town this week in Detroit. But the Pistons thing is actually pretty electric. If you saw the hype video, sick. Sean Don, Juan Don, Sean Don, Juan Don, Juan, Sean Don, Juan Don, Perignon. Uh, unveiled them. Little photo shoot for the Pistons. Cade, we got Jaden Ivey repping the jerseys. The jerseys look so nice. I, I don't, I know there's people, which is crazy to me. There's people out there going, oh, the teal. Eh, I don't get that. What do you mean, oh, the teal? Those things are beautiful, dude. I get that the Pistons colors are red, white, and blue. That's why they're alternate jerseys, dog. The Utah Jazz have 7,000 colors in their logo. The Utah Jazz are like navy, yellow, and green, yet they wear those jerseys that are red, orange, and yellow every single night, right? Like there's all kinds of – the Phoenix Suns, how many times do they change it? They have black jerseys. They got purple. They like don't even use purple anymore, and it's one of their main colors, right? The the Miami Heat, they're red, yellow, and white. They got pink and blue jerseys. They look like cotton candy. The Miami Heat or the Miami fucking heart attacks, they're alternates, guys. I get it. Teal, yellow, and red. That's not like the Detroit Pistons colorway. That's not the official hex colors on Wikipedia. Bro, they're, they're alternates. That's why. It's okay. The logo is infinitely better than the actual Pistons. Infinitely better than the actual Pistons logo. Infinitely better than the actual Pistons logo. The colors are sweet. I think the yellow accenting, so they do the teal, the white lettering, the yellow accenting on the inside of the letter is just so beautiful. The piston, the horse with his hair on fire, the mane on fire is sick. Pistons with the exhaust pipes, like, the font, everything about those jerseys is better. And I hear you, the people that are like, dude, the logo's sick. I'm not disagreeing there. But we're red, white, and blue. Make that in red, white, and blue. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. You think I would object to that? You think if the Pistons said, you know what? 
Um, that other logo where it's just a basketball that says Detroit Pistons, the fucking worst logo I've ever seen. We're going to just straight up. We're just going to change it to the horse. We'll just make it red, white, blue. Yeah, please do that. Please do that. The Pistons with the exhaust. The font is beautiful. The lettering's better. The horse is better. Our logo, dude, we're a legendary franchise. I've said this a million times. We're not the Knicks, Lakers, Celtics. I get it. We're a legendary franchise. Our logo, bro, is a basketball that says Detroit Pistons. We may have the worst logo in the NBA, honestly. And we're the Detroit Pistons. Like, yeah, I get it. We're not the Celtics, right? I understand. We're not the Bulls, right? I get it. We're the Detroit Pistons, though. That's like a for sure top 10, top eight, top six franchise as far as history, as far as being cool, as far as... I don't know, like should mean something to the NBA. Our logo's a red basketball, and in white letters, it just says Detroit Pistons. Not even 3D, bro. They used to, at least the 04 team, like they had the 3D factor. They had a little bit of the shadow on the letters. Ours is 2D, dog. Ours is one of the things in your second grade coloring book. Like, see if you can write Detroit Pistons and stay in the lines. What? That's the logo we got? We're the Detroit Pistons. We got this beautiful horse logo just waiting in the wings. Now, guys, let's just go with that boring-ass basketball. Let's just do that. The Boston Celtics logo is one of the most perfect pieces of art I've ever seen. The New York Knicks logo, even though it's just a triangle and a basketball, looks awesome. The Lakers, it's just a yellow basketball and says Lakers with some stars. It looks awesome. Everybody else's logo looks awesome. And everyone else's logo uses a basketball. Maybe not all of them, but I swear like 90% of NBA logos, there's a basketball in there somewhere, and they all look way better than ours. And people are coming out like, why is there a horse? We're the Pistons? Mate, mate, we're the Pistons. Why is it a basketball? If you want to go there, at least they have a little something. They have the exhaust pipes in the Pistons. They got a little fire. There's a little color. There's a little bit of artistic ingenuity happening with this logo. The teal is a nice switch up. Like, I'm sorry if you're a we're red, white, and blue person. The teal is a nice switch up. Teal is a nice color. Nobody else in the NBA has a jersey that looks like that, that looks that way, that has the big-ass logo, that has the flames, that has teal, black, yellow, the dark red. Nobody else does it. The DP on the shorts, the D as an exhaust pipe, the P as an exhaust pipe. Literally every single thing about the jerseys is better than the normal jerseys, better than the normal logo, everything. And I do enjoy the normal jerseys. I do enjoy the normal jerseys. Don't like the Pistons logo. I like the traditional white jersey, Pistons, red, red. Like, I like those. I think the alternates they wore last year, the red ones, I thought those were sick too. I thought those were beautiful jerseys. I hope they wear the the red with the blue Detroit. I hope they wear those again. Those are sick. I think the Pistons do have some nice jerseys. I think the regular homes, the regular aways do the job. There is something to be said for – not trying too hard, just doing like the, hey, we have nice colors, red, white, and blue. We're an iconic franchise. Like, let's just write Detroit across the chest, stick with the red, white, and blue. We're not going to overthink it, and they're going to be crispy. There is something to be said for that, and the jerseys are crispy. Like, the plain home, plain away, nothing crazy. They are nice. They are very clean jerseys. But if we're going to do alternates – if the NBA is going to insist on the City Connect or whatever the fuck they call them, they change the name every year. If they're going to insist we do one every year and we got those jerseys waiting in the wings, 
what were we doing for so long waiting to bring him out? What were we doing? And although there are the people, the faction amongst the Pistons fans who are like, no, Teal, this, that, I feel like majority, heavy majority of Pistons fans do like the Teal, do like that logo, do just like the idea of something new, like something, you know, just a change up, just a switch up. How cool is it? All these other jerseys. Phoenix has sick alternates. Chicago's got some nice ones. Uh, Utah's got nice alternates. Milwaukee. It's like everybody has nice alternates. And then the Pistons, it's just been Motor City in a circle with the number inside. Like The Red ones last year were the first time the Pistons have ever had nice alternates. Sorry, but that's a fact. So when you have something that you know people like and you're passing it over for like a red, white, and blue circle Motor City and it's like those fucking are disgusting looking, it is a little questionable. It is a little questionable when you got the finished product right there. You got a golden nugget and you passed it over for a turd sandwich for some reason. Why are you doing that? Do you want your breath to smell like shit? Is that the goal? You don't want gold? It's free gold. It's a nugget of free gold. And you say, no, no, no. Give me the disgusting thing that nobody's going to like instead. You don't even have to do work for the teal ones. Think about that. How little do the does the human race enjoy doing work? You don't even need to do any work to make the teals an alternate. And they insisted on doing the work to make a dog water product anyway. Find me the logic there. And last but not least, last but not least, the people who say, why are we bringing back the teals? Because the Pistons weren't good when they wore the teals. What are the, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Okay, they wore the so they wore these jerseys what 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and they weren't good. So now when they wear them 20, 30 years later, that they just should never do it. They should never. Oh my god. They lost some games in the 90s with those. What in the fuck? It's 2022 and they they're going to wear them? What? Dude, you've got a t-shirt somewhere in your closet that you wore when your girlfriend broke up with you. I bet you've probably worn that t-shirt again since that day. You watched your favorite team. You've been a Lions fan all these years, wearing the same tennis shoes, rocking the same hats, wearing your same jersey. The Lions are the goddamn Lions, and you're going to wear those same jerseys, hats, and shoes again this year. What, dude? What, dude? What kind of logic is that? They weren't good when they first unveiled them, so never touch them again? Bro, Grant Hill works for ESPN now. Cade Cunningham is the face of the franchise. It's 30 years have passed. I was not even alive. I hadn't even been conceived. I wouldn't have been a topic of discussion for abortion debates the last time they wore the teal jerseys. I'm 25 years old now and they shouldn't wear them? What the hell are you talking about? Make that make sense. Make that make sense. Make that make sense. The piece of cloth doesn't affect how you play the game. This isn't like Mike 3, bro. This isn't Space Jam where you drink the fucking magical Gatorade. Teal, the color teal doesn't make you miss jump shots. The horse piston logo doesn't make you forget how to play defense, right? Alternate jerseys don't mean Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey are going to tear their ACLs. It's been 30 years, but you still don't want to wear them because the Grand Hill years didn't go as planned. Why do the Pistons, why do the Lions rather, why do the Lions wear anything? If you're worried about the Pistons lacking success in the Teals, <laughs> I got a newsflash for you. We've been the worst team in the NBA since 2010. Oh, 
and we weren't we're in the teals then the last 12 years i haven't even smelled teal and we've been the fucking worst dude but wait a second in the 90s they struggled a little bit when they wear them so never bring them back do you know how many jerseys they're gonna sell do you know how many Kane Cunningham teals are going to sell, dog? There's going to be people getting married in those, bro. Some kid in fucking Dubai right now is refreshing his phone like, fuck, the Pistons put the teals back out and Kane Cunningham's on the team? But no, 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 never bring them out. Do you know how many people are going to be at LCA the first teal night? I hope, I hope one can only hope, man, and father, son, and uh, one can only hope that the first night they wear the teals, they change the floor too. put the old retro horse logo in the middle, maybe teal baselines. Ooh, I'm getting shivery just thinking about it. The options are endless. Sean, Don, Juan, Don, Perignon, if you're listening. Do you know how many people are going to be at LCA the first time they wear those teals? Do you know how live that atmosphere is? Do you know how excited people are going to be to watch the Pistons for the first time actually and forever? Do you understand? Does anybody understand? Oh, but don't bring him back because Grant Hill got hurt. Mate, be happy. You see how excited it makes the rest of the fan base. The entire city of Detroit yesterday, LCA's lit up teal. Motor City Casino, Ford Field, Comerica Park, the greatest shit they've done in eight years was turn on fucking teal light bulbs. Everybody's embracing it. Everybody's excited. Bleacher Report posted it. That shit had like 100,000 likes in an hour. Everybody, not just Pistons fans, NBA fans, are psyched to see the teal back. But Grant Hill got hurt. But, oh, the color teal isn't used that frequently. Oh, but the horse has nothing to do with the Pistons. Hey, bro, a red basketball with Detroit Pistons and white, that has nothing to do with the Pistons either. It's the worst logo in the city. And a city, the Tigers logo, logo is iconic. The Red Wings logo is iconic. Maybe the best logo in sports. The Lions logo, it's not quite up to snuff with those other two, but it's classic. It's a recognizable, a little bit iconic, right? Especially the vintage Barry Sanders logo. And then you go to the Pistons and it's a red fucking basketball with writing. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Give me the horse. We'll start with the teals. I wouldn't hate seeing those in red, white, and blue. I wouldn't hate the Pistons becoming the next Utah Jazz where we got 11 different jerseys where we wear 11 different nights. I wouldn't hate it, dude. And I like the classics. I like the traditional homes. I like the traditional ways. I wouldn't hate it, though, dude. They're sick. People like alternate jerseys. Why do you think MSU fans got so excited when Mel Tucker kept unveiling new jerseys every week last year? Why do you think Oregon sucks Phil's night schlong? Because he gives them 7,000 jersey combos. Everybody likes looking cool. That's a fact. You like when your team looks cool. If the Pistons finish as the worst team in the NBA again this year, I'd prefer them to look cool doing it. So embrace the teal. Okay? I don't care that Grand Hill, the era, wasn't great. I don't care that teal isn't red, white, and blue. I don't give a shit that the horse isn't a piston. Embrace it the most exciting thing that's happened to this team well Kate Cunningham was great Jaden Ivey's great but embrace it it's going to be awesome the first teal game 
Even if you are a hater right now, I promise you, you will be locked into your television the first time the Pistons wear them. You're going to hear, you're going to see how crowded LCA is, how tealed out it is, how excited the fan base is, and you're going to fucking love that they brought them back. So don't be a Debbie Downer. Let's have a little fun, dude. The Pistons haven't done anything fun since 2008. Let's have a little fun with some new jerseys, please. The alternative is red, white, and blue circles with numbers in the middle. Black and gray circles. Gray jerseys. The same jerseys. They're just gray now. Like, the alternatives stink. The reds last year were great. The alternatives stink. Let's be a little excited about the teals. Grant Hill struggling in them doesn't mean shit for Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey. Let's go, teal. Quick break. We'll be right back. That was fun while it lasted, guys. It was fun. It was fun talking about something cool. It was fun talking about something exciting. Um, something that, like, I I don't know, I can crack a smile about. Something that I look forward to. Something that brought me joy when I saw. Um, something that doesn't make me sweat. Something that doesn't make me clench my jaw. Um, something that doesn't make me want to throw this little mouse USB across my room, something that doesn't make me want to spit, something that doesn't make me want to snap my phone in half and mail it to Comerica Park, something that doesn't make me want to boycott the number one value deal in America, which would be the $5 hot and ready from Little Caesars. It was nice talking about something fun. But as we said, the Red Wings are kind of done. The Lions are kind of done. MSU Michigan kind of done for now. Let's talk about the Detroit Tigers. Yay. Fuck them. Fuck them. And I hate to do this. I really do hate to do this. If you know me. Okay. If you know me. Again, I I re-speak myself a lot. But I never know who's a first-time listener. It's always fun to kind of rehash. I've always was told when you answer a question, you restate the question and then you give the answer. If you know me, you know, I like to be a positive guy. I am more of a positive guy. If you're here from the TikTok, if you follow the TikTok, if you watch the videos, the Instagram, Twitter, wherever you've come from, however you've seen me before, you know that most of my videos, I'm like, dude, the lines are going to be fun this year. MSU, like Michigan might be slept on the Red Wings. How about this? you know that I'm like upbeat. I'm like, all right, let's look at the fun side. Let's look at the hopeful side. Because what's the point of being a sports fan? God forbid, what's the point of being a sports fan in Detroit if all you're going to look at is how bad we are, how much negative there is, how many times we've come short. What's the point in that case? There is no point. You may as well do a nosedive off your roof. Sorry, but I'm not. So I've always been kind of like, all right, well, you know, maybe this year it'll be better. They went and signed Austin Meadows. When he got Javi Baez, Eduardo Rodriguez is a solid arm. We got Mize, we got Manning, we got Scuba, we got Turnbull. Like the rotation will be good. Torkelson will be here. Riley Green will be here. Scope raked last year. Miggy's going to get 3,000. There's some stuff to be excited about. Tucker Barnhart's a nice addition. Like this is going to be a fun time. The Tigers will be a little competitive. I was in. I was in. I was in. <sighs> I was wrong. That's what I was. They fucking suck, dude. They suck, bro. I hate these guys. I legitimately hate these guys. And I don't want to. 
I I'm like so poisoned by the inadequacy of the Detroit Tigers that I'm getting to the point where I like hate them. I resent them. Trade deadlines coming up in the next week or two. And Alavila or someone, a rumor rather. I think it was Ken Rosenthal, one of the MLB journalists, reports the Tigers are willing to part ways with anybody on the team, including Tariq Skubal. Okay. It's been eight years since the Tigers have been relevant. It's been eight years since the rebuild commenced. Only, what, four or five short months ago, we were going into the season saying what I had just reiterated. Oh, maybe we'll be good this year. We'll at least compete. They'll at least be fun to watch. There'll be a reason to go down to Comerica on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I fucking hate these guys. They've been rebuilding for eight years. Chris Illich this year, before it started, said the rebuild is officially over in Detroit. That's great, Chris. That's fucking great news. So everybody can come on down to the park. Everybody can come buy your $15 beer, fill up Chris's parking spots, enjoy themselves. And you get to watch the Tigers be below 20 games or 20 games under 500 again. Yeah, you get to see Javi Baez strike out swinging at fucking beach balls. Yeah, you get to see Jonathan Scope forget. How you play baseball. Yeah. You get to see 38-year-old Miguel Cabrera be the best hitter on the team. Yeah. You get to see former number one overall pick Spencer Torkelson struggle like nobody could have ever predicted and get sent back down to AAA. And I'm not giving up on Torque, but it's pathetic and it's sad and it was unpredictable and it sucks. Yeah. They are willing to part ways with anybody, including Tarek Skubal. And Al Avila, by the way, is the GM right now. As I'm speaking, Al Avila, the guy who steered this fucking ship into the iceberg the entire time, he's still the GM. Imagine crashing Imagine crashing the Titanic, okay? Imagine running that shit into an iceberg. Bro, there's an iceberg there, number one. How did you not see the iceberg in the way, okay? I get it. Most of it's underwater. There's a fucking block of ice, and you were like, let's just go through it. What's wrong with you? Number two, imagine crashing the Titanic, sinking the boat, killing all of those people, and you, the captain, somehow survive. And eight years later, it's like, wait a second, we built the Titanic too. Let's have this fucking clown drive that one as well. Imagine that. And that's where we're at right now. We're coming up on the deadline, and I'm reading reports about they're willing to part ways with anybody, including the one good thing we got going, Tarek Skubal. And we still have the same ass face, that penguin wannabe, that loser mob boss, five foot two stogie looking sandwich breath Alavila is still the GM. We're going to trade away one of our like three assets and we trust that guy to do it. We trust the guy who got half a peanut shell for Justin Verlander to trade away Tarek Skubal. Bro, we trust the guy who got a shoelace for JD Martinez to trust away to trade away our what's Tarek, 24-year-old ace? Huh? We trust the guy who looks like he's auditioning for Tim Burton's Batman to trade away potentially Torkelson, Scooble, Riley Green, and anybody else? 
you saw this fucking guy drive the boat into an iceberg and you say, you know what? I wasn't convinced that you did that. I wasn't convinced that was on you, Al. Come do it again, and then maybe we'll think about it. After Chris Illich, the owner had the audacity to say, the rebuild's over. How can you, regardless, rebuild, rumors, trading Scooble, not trading Scooble, whatever it is, all of that aside, if you're Chris Illich and you've seen what happened this season and injuries suck, Alavila's not the one breaking Casey Mize's arm. Alavila's not the one that sent Eduardo Rodriguez to Guantanamo Bay. I get it. Someone has to be to blame. The buck has to stop somewhere. And you've been the guy for eight years. You've been rebuilding for eight years. The rebuild's over. And we're sitting here right now on July 27th, 2022, talking about going into another rebuild. <laughs> how is that possible? Bro, how is that possible? How many first overall picks did we have? How the fuck is that real? How is Chris Illich waking up on his bed made of pizza in the morning and going, oh, sweet. No, Avila's running the Tigers. We'll be all right, dude. He reads a report eight years after the rebuild starts going, wait, we're going to enter another rebuild? And he's like, no, we'll let him. I think he's got a plan. What, dude? Chris Illich, did you have a lobotomy when your dad died? Rest in peace, Mike. God knows we could use him now. What's wrong with you, Chris? Do you want to level Comerica Park and turn that shit into a parking lot too? I don't understand. What's the end game, Chris? You want Bezos or Dan Gilbert to come in and take the tigs off your hands so you can worry on fucking, I don't know, collecting parking tickets and making pizzas? I don't understand, Chris. Anybody with a brain. Like, even if you think, oh, Al got unlucky. He made some great draft picks. It's not his fault they got injured. It's not his fault Torkelson's struggling, whatever. No matter how you somehow justify it for him, isn't someone responsible? You've just been the worst team in Major League Baseball and a couple of those years historically bad, like setting records bad. Baseball's been played for over 100 years. You are the number one worst in one of those seasons, and you still haven't pointed, put your finger on, like, maybe this is the problem. Nothing, Chris? Nothing, Chris? Do you have a brain? Do you have a brain? Your dad had to have taught you something. You don't need to be the smartest guy in the world. You don't need to have had been able to create a pizza empire on your own to understand, hey, dude, you let this guy be in charge. Eight years went by. You're in a worse fucking spot than you were then. Think about that. And wait a second. He's still the general manager today? I don't understand, bro. I don't understand, dude. Imagine sending your kid to a K through 12 in your city and they get out their senior year, they're 18, they want to go to college and they can't fucking multiply six times four. And you're like, well, Billy Madison, guess we got to put you back in school and you put them in the same school system. Is that the thought process? The definition of insanity, Chris Illich, you dumbo, is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You're about to let Al fucking Avila diet penguin trade away Tarek Skubal. You give him the green light on that. And it's not even that I disagree with the rebuild. Let's trade Tarek Skubal, try to get a handful of bats. It's not even that I disagree with that. It's not even that I disagree with, hey, maybe we do need to rebuild again. It's the fact that this schlub, this eight ball, is still the guy calling the shots. 
This is still the guy pulling the strings. You're going to trade away the only assets you have, and you're still like, what do you mean Al Avila's bad at his job? Are you fucking dumb, Chris? Have you turned on a television, dude? Elton John had a concert at Comerica like a week or two ago. Um, that's the most Comerica Park has been filled in at least eight years, and it hasn't even been close. Like, do you want to make money? I get it. You're a billionaire. You probably don't really care that much about the Tigers winning games as long as it means you cash your checks and make a little bit of profit on them. But you know you could make a lot more profit if people went to the games. You know you could sell a lot more beer if 40,000 people were there instead of four. You know that? You know you'd have even more money to build more parking lots if people showed up on a Tuesday night? Do you understand that, Chris? You're a businessman. The more people that come into a Little Caesars, probably the more people that'll buy your pizza. The more people that'll buy a two-liter of pop. The more people that'll buy a crazy bed. The more money that you'll make, the bigger the house you can get. The more preppy a school you can send your kids to. You numquat. Numquat, nitwit, kumquat. I don't know what I was going to say. But let's, uh, let's let Alavila do it again. The guy... Drove the boat into an iceberg. You watched him drive the boat into an iceberg. You said, hey, Al, there's an iceberg there. And he said, what iceberg? You mean the mountain of snow? I think we can power through. The boat sank, killed hundreds. One of the greatest tra tragedies in American history. He somehow survived. And you said, you know what? Eight years later, we built another one, Al. I'm not so sure that first one was your fault. Do it again. Are you fucking kidding me? I've become so apathetic to them. If they do this, if they sell off at the deadline, if they sell off guys like Scooble, Mize Manning, fucking God forbid, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, if they sell these guys off and they say, we got to start over again, not only is that just an absolute joke, pathetic, embarrassment, disgrace to a city like Detroit with fans like Detroit has, but to the franchise that is the Detroit Tigers, the history, the legends that have worn the old English D, the memories that have been made surrounding that baseball team. It's disrespectful to everything that's ever happened surrounding the organization if they decide to hit the rebuild button. And maybe it is the right move. But if they do it with the fucking Alavila in charge again, I genuinely hope they never win a game again. I really do. Like, that's where I'm at with the Tigers is fuck those guys. I don't want to care. I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear about them. I hate everything about this organization until either Al Avila's gone, Chris Illich is gone, or both of those numbskulls are gone. I hate them. They've made me want to root against them. It's like a fucking supervillain is running my baseball team. Dude, at least the Joker in the Dark Knight, at least he has some funny lines. Poor choice of words. Like, at least they're we're going to have tryouts. Ladies and gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. At least he has some good lines. What does Chris Illich say? Yeah, the reason the district Detroit hasn't come along is... Um, well, it's the parking lot. Um, we haven't, you know, resort COVID put things on hold. I'm confident Al's got this team going. The rebuild's over. The rebuild's over. No, it's not. It just got paused for eight years. Eight years. It legitimately is like we have the worst villain who's ever, the most boring, unlikable, loser villain who's ever lived 
running the Detroit Tigers. And I've gotten to the point, if they let this idiot Alavila do anything else with anything of remote value on this team, I'm out. I, I, I will root against them until at least he's gone. Like, that's how upset I am with the Tigers. That's how much I can't stand Chris Illich. What a horrible leader. What an absolute just brain-dead lack of awareness, dude. Like, how about open your eyes, dog? Fucking go on Twitter, type Tigers in, and read, like, three things once and realize what you're fucking doing. If you let Alavila decide whether they wear Adidas or Nike cleats next year, you fucked up. If you let Alavila decide whether or not they have Bubba Hubba or Double Chew, whatever the gum brands are, you fucked up. If you let Alavila decide, eh, Miggy, you play a you play 162 games versus 161, you fucked up. If you let Alavila change the air freshener in the clubhouse, you fucked up, Chris Illich. So until something changes, I hate these guys. I hate everything about him because at least the Red Wings are doing stuff. At least the Pistons are doing stuff. At least the Lions are doing stuff. At least the leaders of all of those teams, yeah, they all fucking stink. It's Detroit. What, are they supposed to win games? You think they win games in Detroit? You think that happens? You think that's anywhere on the itinerary? Yeah, they all stink. At least the leaders of each of those three teams are likable. At least they make sense. At least they haven't led any of those franchises into complete and desolate failure once already. But no, let's let the guy who's done it with the Tigers do it again. Because why not? What's the worst that could happen? We got we tank for 10 years and then rebuild again after that? <laughs> Fuck Chris Illich. I'm glad I don't live in Detroit for the one reason that I will never be tempted to go to a Tigers game on a Friday night because he's lucky that Michigan summers are gorgeous. He's lucky that there's nothing better than Comerica Park on a Friday night. He's lucky than when that sun sits and that one – He's lucky that when the sun sets and that breeze hits, there's nothing quite like it. He's lucky that when that place gets going, there's a little buzz in there that you can't recreate anywhere else. Chris Illich is lucky that shit exists with that ballpark and in that city because I, for one, am psyched that I will not have the opportunity to go to another game for at least another year. I won't give that fucking loser another set. I might boycott Little Caesars Pizza. Not that I eat it a ton anyways anymore. That was more of a college thing. Credit to me for kicking that habit. I may not eat Little Caesars Pizza again until Alavila's gone. I might not eat pizza in general. That's a lie. But I for sure won't eat Little Caesars. I may not wear the color orange. If you are on the MLB shop, if you buy any Tigers merchandise that isn't from the second string, If you buy any Tigers merchandise that is affiliated with the Tigers, you are a loser. If you buy tickets to the game, you are a loser. If you do anything to support that clown running the show, you are a loser. You are an enabler. The first step is admitting guilt or whatever the hell Alcoholics Anonymous is. So that's where we are. And I'm not going to talk about him again. Unless Riley Green fucking dies in a car accident or something. I'm not going to, God forbid, I don't want that to happen. I do hate the Tigers. Don't want that to happen. But unless something nuts happens with the Tigers, Jeff Bezos swoops in and buys them. I'm not going to talk about the Detroit Tigers again on this podcast until next season because fuck those guys. Fuck Alavila. And you know what? You know what? I can't believe Chris Illich is going to make me do this. He's going to make me turn my heart on one of the only things in this world I hold dear. Fuck Chris Illich 
and fuck Little Caesars and fuck the $5 hot and ready. There it is. That's all I got today, folks. Appreciate everybody sticking with me. Appreciate everybody listening, being here, supporting. Check out the YouTube. Check out the Spotify. Spread the word. The secondstring.com. All your shirts, blah, blah, blah. If you insist on buying some Tigers gear, buy it from me and not those clowns. I'm not the one who insists on rebuilding after year eight with the same general manager. That's not me. That's the guy you buy the hats from. As always, we'll be back. This is going to come out Wednesday. We'll be back Friday. Um, not a lot of news I'm anticipating will be, you know, will have come out by Friday. So Friday will probably be more of a shoot the shit episode, which sounds kind of exciting, actually. Uh, so I'll see you then. Everybody have a good day. Have a good week. See you Friday.